It's a Wednesday morning. In fact, it's probably about noon. We're getting on for that anyway. 7.30, I hope. <sighs> I'm in Bluffers Park, and I'm sitting... I would say exactly where I'm supposed to be right now. And by God, I've been fighting that. I've been... That guilt trip has been coming in, and the other voices that you know wrestle with you, try to pull you down, pin you down... Make you think you've done something wrong. God, not a battle. No, I am. I am where I'm supposed to be, and uh, I don't mind admitting I'm a little high. I overdosed in the car. I didn't overdose. I just, uh, holy fuck! I was thinking this little pen thing I have, this little vaporizer. Thinking it doesn't work really well. And then, holy shit! There's this cloud of smoke, and I'm coughing and rolling down the window. And holy fuck! How did that come all at once? It's never given me that much. But anyway. And it was the triple A grade. Uh, but that doesn't matter because I said, all right, get out of the car, go put on a podcast. And I saw that finally Shane, Shane Burley had put out the Shane cast. And just yesterday and the day before and probably the day before, I was thinking, hey, Shane, we're, we're due. Like, I'm, I'm only showing number 60 there. I know there was a 61, but it's, it's been heard. It's gone. But I'm waiting for the next one. I'm waiting for the next one. And holy fuck. He records it the day after he got his Dixon Jane zine in the mail. And I have never had... I just said that, didn't I? Yeah. Oh, boy. I mean, I should be... Am I apologizing to you? Is this the thing? Like, who am I, who am I feeling guilty for that I had a token in the car? Who's bugging me about this? Who's to say this isn't the right thing to do? There's some this sense of guilt. Like, oh, no, no, you're supposed to be doing something else. But with the sun shining on my face, I'm right on the edge of the park, looking out at the beautiful Lake Ontario. The sun is just bouncing off the water. Uh, you know that we just get this dazzling silver show of this movement, of this life, of this moment. And you're questioning that? Because you could be sitting at your computer in your room marking a couple of papers or listening to a couple of students. Nothing that can't be done later at another time, but not now. I made an appointment yesterday for my wife's tires. Take them into Unity Auto at 10 o'clock. Great. Came in at 10 and uh, yeah, he was ready. They're busy, busy, busy. Price had gone up a little and he, and he explained to me all the crap it is to put on winter tire, winter wheels, mount them. It was 45 bucks with tax, which was fine. He said to put them on, to clean them off, especially in the winter, to balance them. To It's just, it's so much work. It just takes time. 
you're charging more. And it just made sense. And like you're happy to pay. This is a guy, Ram, I think is his name, who owns this place and is thinking of passing it on and selling it to somebody else who's interested. But it's just quality work, honest work, a real garage, the kind you want to have. Not fucking Canadian tire. We got a different guy working for an hourly wage each time, and the woman up front, her job is to make you pay as much as possible. Fuck you, Canadian Tire. Pay me. I feel I've been healed, and, I, and I, I'm going to say this. Now, Brent, Sunday night, Brent said, you paid your car too soon. And I think there's a general sense that I'm supposed to be feeling more guilt about what it was I did to MND. Yeah, I know, I, I, I'm uncomfortable bringing it up, but you, you can't, hey, there's, a, there's an elephant in the room. You can't ignore it. I've told him not to listen anyway, so I'll say what I want, but I'm saying, God, if that, if that many people out there think I did something wrong, I must have done something wrong. Now, you can't fix things. And you do have to move on. And I, I mean, I tried to fix things. Let me give, give me that. I tried to fix things as best I could. Now it's just we're moving on. God, that put a stop to the show, didn't it? Literally. And that wasn't a pun or a joke. It's just that I was. Uh, I read. A, I, I was not happy. This is a change of subject, but it's 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 relevant. It relates. I'm almost finished. I've got just a bit of space here and there for a couple of odd quotes. Uh, Dixon Jane's volume 20, number two. And I'm just, yeah, today, I just, no, I just didn't feel happy about it. Like, no, there's something not quite right. This isn't going to catch anybody's interest. I don't feel good about this. I feel like I'm already bored with it. Now, I realized today, this morning, well, what am I bored with? I'm bored with the letter I put in of my own letters before going to Nigeria, talking about all the things I had to do. And I was relieved. I was excited when I realized, hey, you're the one who's not contributing to make this thing special. So I went back into the big binder of all the letters I wrote to Barnacle Bill that he saved for me. And found one September 30th, I think, 1980, just settling in to my house in uh, Nigeria, in Afoa. And it gushed with memories that I didn't have anymore. But as I read them, they came back, of course, and it, it, it brought it to life again. I thought, wow, thank God. And this is what Shane was talking about on the Shane cast. So you win some, you lose some in life. Move on, move on, move on. I'm saying to me, because I'm going back, I'm threading things here, and I'm doing my best, because I just don't want to fucking feel guilty about anything. Yeah, we got we got a brain that works, that tries to keep us in line, keep us on track. Eee, don't go off that edge. Eee, don't go there. Stay on this track. Stay on this track. And sometimes you got to say, hey, wait, whoa, 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 who's laying down this track? Is it mine? Am I in control here? Well, if I'm in control, I want to feel good right now. I want to continue to enjoy the sunshine as it rises a little higher up in the sky. 
and I'm looking right at the edge. I'm turning my head. I'm looking at Scarborough Bluffs, and I feel alive in this point of history, but I'm very aware that I won't be here one day. I wonder if I come back as a ghost to sort of sit on this bench and listen to other people. Ooh, that'd be kind of cool. So if you're ever in Bluffers Park and you're feeling a little creepy about something over your shoulder, it could be me. At some time in the future. Assuming there is such a thing. All right, so let's get on. We're going back to the Shane cast number 62. And it just blew me away. Well, why did it blow me away? It blew me away because I just had that whoop snort and toke back in the car and come back down... And I'm going, all right, okay, well, what's next in the podcast? And uh, I come across this, and he's talking about this thing he got in the mail. I am fucking blown right out of my shoes. I am just so excited and so happy. This, is, this hasn't happened before. This is special. And he's talking about things I'm getting. I just, I just this moment, tweeted him saying, our brains just synced, you know? Like, he gets what Dixon James is about, and, and through this, I'm getting what Shane is about. and Because and, he's always talked about friendship, and, and he, he wants a depth to friendship, and that's the only kind of friendship that's worth having. If you can't have depth in your friendship, fuck you, man. You don't get it. It's all about trying to get past the layers of shit we wear. To be who you are inside, to be a little fragile, to expose your fragility. And man, I read something in this letter today, and I'm jumping around, but that's what I do on the fucking Dixon Jane's podcast. And if you don't goddamn like it, fuck off, right? That's the deal. I'm reading this passage that I'm at a party for the teachers. And then I realize, oh, it's a going away party for Mr. Akella. And Mr. Akella lived in the house just down the dirt road from me and had a couple of daughters and son I guess and he was a fine man he was a good Christian Nigerian a good upstanding citizen the kind of person you trust and you like and you you want he'd make a good Canadian I'm sure Uh, but anyway it was a going away party for him and everybody I guess was seeing little things and in the letter I wrote to Bruce I wrote well I should just get you the letter and read it it's something about Kind of relating to Dixon Janes, the Dixon Janes podcast, the Shane cast, uh, the zine. I'm pulling it out. I, it's it's wonderful because Bruce saved the envelope too. Here, box PO four eight one seven, which he's had forever, and there's three Nigerian stamps on it. The stamps are still there, and it's a little eight page letter. Is it eight? I think so. Very small. Oh no, fourteen pages. The writing writing is so incredibly small. And I figure this is the letter I'm going to run as a thread in the Dixon Jane zine. I'm I'm palm-wine with Heather, but uh, greetings again. Now, Mr. Akello's party. I think it might have been around page three. Uh, Maybe it's page four. I know. I mean, the thing is, you'll read it. Oh, no. Here we are. Page five. Now, bear with me, because... uh, I'm stoned, and this has great significance to me. Just back from school, actually it was a send-off for my neighbor, Mr. Akella, a fine man. It opened and closed with prayers, and a few speeches in between. I'm mad at myself for not seeing what I felt about him, another opportunity to be a better person and a contributor instead of just a watcher. 
but I passed it up. Reprimanded myself by not taking a beer at refreshment time, a second error. I mean, I should have known by now never to turn down a free beer. Okay, and then it goes on about uh, what I'm going to be teaching. Well, all right, I'll keep going. Why not, eh? Now I may teach uh, Form 3 language and Form 4 literature. As a man teaching Form 5 thought I was replacing him and doesn't want both, so one of us may, uh, so we'll juggle classes. Three of us will juggle classes. That means Julius Caesar and Zambia shall be free. But I'm kind of excited. Not only am I not taking Mr. Dojo's class 5, but I got his watchman and the nicest staff house. Ugh. Hmm. Uh, but they'll have Mr. Dojo's a man. I remember having a little chat with him. And he's talking about his father who was a policeman, but he had such strong juju that he could stop bullets. Now, quite a few people. I mean, it's not the only time. When Charlie took me out at night and uh, went into the house of the medicine man, but wouldn't let me come in. Maybe he thought I should stay in the car. And I guess I have mixed feelings about that. I'm just glad I went with him. And he came back and he showed me these little cuts on his chest with a razor. And this is for Juju that was going to be stronger than the next village uh, because there was a little bit of a border war going on. And I don't know that it might not have been um, with religious overtones, undertones, I should say. Uh, but a bit of a, the Christian school was burned. And anyway, Charlie went in and got this juju, and he said, now this will protect me. And I'm trying to talk to Charlie because he's a good friend. He's the guy I, I eat at uh, his little wife's chop house every night. And Charlie's my buddy. Charlie was the one who, mistakenly, especially according to his wife, oh, oh my God, our last night in Nigeria, it was disgusting. I, I probably shouldn't even tell you about it. No, we'll pass on that one. Uh, although it'll probably blurt out some other time. Or tell, ask me over a beer. Ask me about my last night in the fall. And I'll tell you the story in Peter. Uh, not only am I not taking this dojo's class, but I got a nice one, one nicest house. Uh, but they'll have to drag me out of this place. Jesus, why didn't I stand up and praise Mr. Arkella's kindness and friendliness? A chance at a new beginning, I pissed it up. It's taken me a lifetime to put into practice what I'm supposed to believe in. Well, there will be other chances, but the lesson I'm supposed to have learned is, in quotation marks, it is now and now only. Do it! Exclamation mark. Close quotes. It is now and now only. Do it! Sorry, oh, for my whining, but uh, you may understand, as I've noticed very often... You are trying to do the right thing, quotes again, and succeeding. Which isn't to say you can't be a nasty bastard, this is part of what Bill we're talking about. Uh, but like any man, with the exception of a few, like Mr. Akella, uh, anyway, all right, enough of that. I, I hope I made my point. I don't know what it was, but there must be something there. <sighs> yeah. So I will, needless to say, I'm not going to go home for a little bit. I got stuff in the car. I got this letter to read. I got this podcast to record. Uh, I haven't even started in on um, the latest Marshall McLuhan Variety Hour. So that's always a treat. So I got plenty to keep me busy until it's time to go home. Uh, see if this will be the day that uh, number two son will install the new doorknob and latch in his room. And... 
Mark those little easy papers, only a mark out of five, and I'll be generous today. And then start in on my listening. And, uh, oh, my God, I should go to my office, drop off papers. Yeah, maybe I'll do that next. Go to, oh, my God. The stuff to do about that, we don't want to hear about that because let's get back to the here and now. So the here and now is beckoning me to say, hey, put down that fucking podcast, man. You're just talking, and sometimes you talk so much it gets very, very boring. So uh, forgive those who, who what, who are equally boring, and maybe they'll forgive you. Yeah. Okay, and uh, anyway, did I well, did I leave any unfinished pieces like that little the the MMD tiff we had? I, I am sorry, the whole thing happened, and, and uh, maybe I maybe I had some buried aggression when I started scolding him about how to treat his dog. I'd like to think here's my excuse. Now again, I'm saying now from talking about this, Brent says I'm playing my card a little too soon because I I thought by me being honest. I'd get everybody's forgiveness. And uh, Brent says, no, I have to suffer a little more. (laughs) And I'm suffering, believe me. Uh, Now, where was that? I think I was just on a little thread there. So, I, I, yeah, I I am a bit of an asshole sometimes. I think what it really did... Now, here's the thing. And, of course, nobody's going to buy this, but I'm going to say it anyway. He was talking once... And, you know, I'm really engaged. i got the earbuds in, and I'm really, really listening close to what he's saying. And then his dog wanders a bit, and he shouts at the dog, but he shouted right into the mic. And it, when you get older, your ears are more sensitive. And I know this because I could tell my father would be irritable sometimes, and I realized, oh, it was noises that were irritating him. And I don't know if that was one of the triggers, but I think it was something that it bothered me. But I think it, it bothered me on this level. Maybe I'm thinking about my father. Maybe I'm thinking about just getting old. This fucking stupid legs that, uh, the nerve that's not controlling the legs properly. Uh, and maybe just this little hearing thing was triggered the whole works off. And uh, I can't believe But I, I, you know, honestly, I really, it's like I'm not, I'm not welcome in my nephew's house anymore. Here's a guy who lived in my house for a year. We're, we're, uh, we were very, very close when they were kids. I mean, he was—he was my favorite nephew, and I, I, we did—we have all kinds of memories from the past. They loved. I had that little orange Datsun 510. Right? I got little four on the floor, little bomb of a car. That I loved, and I'd sometimes come to Valleyfield and pick the kids up and go out for a drive. And it's crazy Uncle Ken going out, and people—people people were very fond of Uncle Ken. Uncle Ken was a, was a pretty cool uncle. Still is. Still is. And, uh, how did that relate? What are the threads here? There is a passage in that letter when I said, I hope in the future that I will still want to be as crazy as I was. Oh, I know, because I was talking about the, the Selkirks. Now, this is a memory Barnacle Bill and I share. The fucking Selkirks. It's, it's, a, it's something we would have heard about in our grade 6 geography book or something. Or, or who knows? But, you know, you, you know, you're in Lachine, you're in Montreal. You've never been to the Rockies, you know. You're still a kid, but you've, you've heard of these things. And they sound quite impressive. And any of the stories you've read, you know, Simon Fraser or any of these, these things. Holy fuck, this country. It's got these amazing mountain ranges. So one night, 
while we're traveling across the country together, because Barnacle Bill and I did that a few times, and I don't know which trip this was. This is probably just pre-Nigeria. In fact, it was that summer, I guess. I, you know, I, I, I had a car. The car broke down. I took another drive away to maybe Edmonton or somewhere. I don't know, somewhere in Alberta. Rented a car. Anyway, we end up at a camp by a lake at the foot of the Selkirk mountain range. And we get a little drunk, and I think we get a little bit stoned. And we each have a stick, a long stick, like a rod, proper stick that a, that a pilgrim or, a, you know, somebody from biblical times would be proud. You know, Moses would be fine with this stick. He wouldn't complain about, well, that's not good enough, damn good enough. Somehow we found these on the beach, these beautiful walking sticks. They're not walking sticks, standing fucking sticks, you know. And we did kind of a very, an aboriginal dance around that fire. Like we just started wahooing and hollering and whooping and dancing around in a circle with our sticks and bounding them on the ground and just going a little crazy and looking up at them mountains and saying, holy fuck, the fucking Selkirks. Those are the fucking Selkirks. And it just, it just had so much impact because we were so stoned too. It just, wow, here we are on this spot. Um, yeah, memories like that, you know? And they come back, and they're, they're captured. And this is exactly, exactly, exactly what... Uh, I hope I'm still recording. Yeah, yeah. Exactly what Shane Burley was talking about on his podcast. That zap on a solar flare and all your uh, digital memories are gone. But these letters, these papers... And so I'm very grateful that when I look and went through the 12 pages, almost complete, ready for mailing. With a reminder for those who haven't paid there yet, uh, you know, to pay if they're going to pay, that would be a good time. Um, where were we? Before I go. Uh, what's that word? Uh, commercialized? Uh, you know, the word you use when you want to make money? Now, where were we before I go on that? Come on, come on. you got to work with me a little here, right? We, we, we've got a, a brain that's, I don't know how much longer this thing is going to be functional for. But uh, my doctor asked me, like, yesterday when I went to see this, uh, you know, artery specialist. And um, he said, how are you doing? Only the second time I met him. But he's a nice guy. I knew I liked him right away. I, and most doctors I meet, I, they're special people. And, uh, you know, they've got a brain and they're using it for good. I said, well, mentally great, spiritually wonderful, emotionally fine, but physically a wreck, you know? And, and I'm in it, those, those, those top three categories. What did I say? Emotionally, spiritually, mentally. Very happy with my life, because I am still doing them. The point was, at the end of that passage about Bruce and I stomping around this fire, I hope that excitement in me, that childlike, childish craziness, doesn't go away. I said something like that in a letter, not as well as it is should now, now but the point being, man, if you can't continue to enjoy life right up until you die, something's wrong. Something's wrong. Get the machine fixed, you know, get out the tool, do something to your life so that you actually are having more and more and more moments where you're just feeling good. Whatever it takes. winning the lottery, it would fuck up my life, but my God, boy, oh boy, the idea of having other places to live. But you can only be in one place at a time anyway, man. And what is the matter with where you are right now?
See, that's that's the point. It's an insane lottery. It might just fucking destroy things. By luck, it doesn't mean winning a fucking lottery is what I'm trying to say. Okay? Luck means just uh, being able to keep your positive outlook on life. And, uh, and I, it's a little bit like a horse with blinders, okay? You see what you, you want to see. And that doesn't mean you're ignoring everything because I'm a, I'm a concerned person. I care. I feel compassion. But I'm just doing what I can in my own small circle. And one, one of the things that I feel I can do is, is celebrate friendship. And I think that's what Dixon James is about, the podcast and the Now, the podcast, not so much, because it's all about me and it's my 10 years of therapy. And um, yesterday, you know, here's another thing. Was it yesterday? Yeah, I think it was. I put out episode number 41 of the Dixon James podcast and episode number 41 of Baby Side. Now, it's just silly because... I happen to be listening to the episode 41 of Dixon James and like them. It's not the end of the year, but it you know, should be tied into New Year's because it ends with kind of part of it. But no, you don't have to follow the news. Now I want to put that baby sadly to show the 10-year gap in the voice the difference. The podcast is pretty much the same. But I truly believe I am a happier person, and it has a lot to do to believe you are anyway. <sighs> okay. It's because I'm, I I avoid things that I don't want to deal with. You can't deal with everything. I mean, that, that, that adage, choose your battles, I think is a good one. And maybe there's always this sense, maybe a lot of us have it in this Listen, I, Jesus Christ. Sometimes I use that double speed button when I have to. You can too. That's just going to tie everything together. So that business about Mr. Akello. I'm not going to the doctor's party. The headlights just cutting across my pathway. And it was almost like a, a laser beam. Don't go, don't go. And I didn't go. And, and 
Who's to know why, except at the time I felt like an asshole. And the next day, you know, at the school, why didn't you come? <sighs> Who knows? And I guess when I sleep, still you always get good chances. That's all I'm trying to say.